All right, so um, since we haven't really talked about it before, th- this this podcast is about bringing awareness to what's happening in schools, uh, more so locally, but obviously, uh, if we can get other people on board from other states and help anybody, or they could help us with any information or any actions that they're taking, and just bring awareness to what's happening in the schools. And um, where I was from, Pennsylvania, our school district is Happer Horsham, and I guess we could start by talking about what we've seen or what you uh what you got going on over there okay so um i what we're seeing is that the school boards aren't listening to the parents and what one of the biggest problems um is that they're implementing critical race theory without directly telling parents that they're implementing critical race theory under the um umbrella or there's you know sliding it in sneakily under DEI, which is diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of parents don't know that that's happening with also the social emotional learning, also called SEL. And I don't think that they realize that districts are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on these programs instead of implementing actual academic programs. Right, so, yeah. like we were just talking about um, with the state representative yesterday, Mm-hmm. Uh, that like half of the budget that they're getting uh, this year coming up is going to social emotional learning. Yes. I mean, and the, the test scores have already gone down dramatically and they're not doing anything to educate the children. It's all this social and emotional, which has uh, diversity, inclusion and all that stuff. And they bring mm-hmm. speakers in for God knows how much money. And, you know, you, you have a lot more to say about that. Well, yeah. And it's, you know, it's truly uh fundamentally changing education as we know yes. it and um they're turning our children into what what they deem uh social justice warriors right and that's not why we send our kids to school you know mm-hmm. we want them proficient in reading writing math science and social studies and unfortunately that's not what's happening at this point schools are dropping honors programs they're they're dropping languages um, you know, and I, I think I think that's a huge concern because all this money that we think is going into implementing good curriculum is really going into the DEI and SEL. Mm-hmm. And you found uh, sexually explicit content in the library. Yes. Going through the books. Yes. And <clears throat> we don't even know how far it goes because we haven't even looked into every single school in the district. Right. I mean, elementary schools and all that. We've only looked at the the middle school and the high school so far right middle school and high school i looked at one elementary school um again that was just um that was just a a brief uh, overview but i have a list of new books that um i'm going to search uh but yeah and it's not just sexually explicit but i mean there's actually pictures that accompany some of these books and parents right. all across the country have been um fighting these books and and they're being labeled as book burners and Mm. um you know just uber right-wing crazy people but they're not trying to get rid of historical books they're not trying to get rid of learning about slavery they're just trying to get sexually explicit pornographic books out of the hands of anywhere from elementary middle school typically is you know 12 13 years old these children don't need to be learning this stuff no not at all. And they're trying to teach white guilt and stuff like that. And um, white privilege. And, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and, and we've, and we already talked about this too, but the the um, the district, like, 
slogan is all are welcome and it the it's the pride or inclusive flag inclusivity yeah. flag right is that what it's called the pride progress flag right it's yeah, pride the progress new, right, the right newly redesigned pride flag so that's mm -hmm. basically like the the logo of the district it is the so logo it's even hanging yeah it's even hanging elementary schools and everything so that mm -hmm. causes unnecessary conversations because you know that they're not going to have that flag up if there's not some kind of conversation happening right correct i mean and we know that all the schools we know that all the schools are celebrating pride week um we know that these children are like each day of the week are celebrating a specific thing per per that supposed holiday mm. why you know i mean we yeah. give one day to celebrating our nation's independence right yet we give a whole month to that i don't right. understand well, i mean how inclusive is it it not everybody is represented under that flag and that's the only flag they display everywhere Exactly. They yeah. walk across it over every threshold, all of our all of our doormats. Mm -hmm. Every single teacher uses it as the bottom closing of their emails. Mm. So know. this is yeah, so this has gotten so bad with this stuff that um you know, I, I I've I've talked to you personally about having messages with a specific teacher in the middle school and he's actually saying that this is such a big problem that uh most administrations don't know what to do about it, as mm -hmm. in kids saying they want to transition and this and that, and basically having secret conversations behind parents' backs, sometimes even allowing girls to get called boys' names in the school without the parents knowing, and um, talking about transitioning with kids. And their their whole thing is, um, we don't know who's being real and who's being fake about it, which they're kids, so either way, you got to take it as you need to talk to your parents. Absolutely. And, and I, I, yeah, I mean, I agree because your, your child, the children are minors yes. and they have no right to withhold, withhold information unless that child is, is being abused in some, you know, and they fear for that child's well-being. Yes, but there's actually no, abused. Yeah, actually abused. Actually and, abused. And most of those, I would say probably in 99% of those cases, that is not no, what is course. happening. Um, and, you know, as a public school teacher, I would never feel comfortable withholding information from my parents. And I have seen a dramatic shift as my sixth graders leave elementary school. There has never been any, any inkling of, I need to change, I don't think I'm this, I don't, don't think I'm that. And then suddenly the indoctrination starts and I see them a couple years later, they wanna come back and visit and suddenly it's like, a shift has happened yeah. and you know usually you know if if a child is you know one way or another you can you can usually tell that from the start mm -hmm. you know it's not just a sudden snap of the fingers oh today right. i decided to be a boy today right. i decided to be a girl like we don't need to be having conversations like that with these children and that's exactly what's happening there it's yeah. just one day it's like oh you know i'm a boy today and it's, it just shows you how unrealistic it actually is in their lives. But the fact that these adults are going along with it makes it even worse. Like it, it's not just a fun little, oh, the kids are going to be kids kind of thing, because it's like, you know, this is leading to surgeries, puberty blockers, uh, kids getting, you know, depressed because they're so confused on what they want in life anymore. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they, they're, they're young. So when they get older and their regrets come, it's going to be too late for some of these kids. 
Absolutely. And, and schools are allowing these things to happen and continuing these conversations behind closed doors. So mm-hmm. you you you're a teacher, and um, so let's talk about your like your district. So where you come from? So so my district has actually just taken a neutral stance, and they're letting parents deal with it, which as they should as they should, because there's, you know, obviously in Pennsylvania, there is a huge diversity of, of people all through the state and whether you're religiously opposed, morally opposed, all of it, or if you're for it, that's, that is a personal parental decision. You deal with that at home. Most teachers that I am in contact with do not want to, to tackle that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see a lot of bad things coming from it because like, who knows what happens in 10 years when that child, if, if they've had surgeries or blockers and now they can't go back or they can't right. bear children, what happens when they blame that one teacher who hid that yeah. or whatever, that could be a huge lawsuit. Good. It's just um, the only thing with that is you won't you won't catch up with that for a couple years, right? right so right exactly. now they're getting away with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's already stories of regret from kids that you don't hear about. Absolutely. Who are now in their twenties or whatever, or are adults at this point. Which back then it was like a rare thing to happen, but now it's so rampant that mm-hmm. in the next ten years we are going to have a a very messed up generation of children, yeah, young adults. Are. Absolutely. And I just I just saw a huge um, article that. Uh, Governor Wolf sponsored, uh, you yes, know, I just saw that. Yep. The the the, the Pride Month and yep. in Central PA, and they had young children pole dancing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that is, I wouldn't, I just can't even, and regardless, if it was a boy dressed up in, you know, a tutu and whatever, hanging off a pole. Mm totally inappropriate why are we teaching children to work in a strip club right like that's and that, that boy's looking at it like it's fun but right. when it comes to things like that that that's that's sexual mm-hmm. you know that that whole the whole premise of it is sexual yeah. when did that ever become that, oh, oh it's not it's not a fun thing it's it's inappropriate you when know? did that ever become appropriate i mean I we are putting children in a position where they are learning about sex and sexuality mm-hmm. And they should just be concerned about going outside and playing and being exactly. a kid. Yep. Whatever it is they want to play with, whether it's sports, right. dolls, what have you. Let All them right, play so, with what they want. Right. And we um and we we go to the board meetings here in Happer Horsham and uh we get ignored. Um and so I mean maybe you can go through some of the things that we've uh we've done, maybe some things that other people could try. Yeah. So I just want to I want I just want all parents to know that regardless if you feel like you're um, not being listened to, go to every meeting that you possibly can. I know I know that everybody's super busy. Um, You know, I have a son who's, you know, I have to drive him into another state to play tier one hockey. We're constantly traveling, but I I try to make it my life's mission to go to every single meeting and speak at that meeting. We are trying to um, organize an entire parent group where we all sit together. We all like would wear the same color shirt. Um, 
you know, and we get up and we speak, um, send letters, emails, I mean, you know, letter form to every single board member, including the, the district solicitor. Go through mm. your school policy as well, because school policy um, speaks a lot to what the district believes in, which is the equity hiring. So that means they're mm. going to hire based on skin color versus qualification. Right. Right. That's not right in anything. I mean, do you do you want to fly in a plane where they hired based on skin color versus qualifications. Right. You know, I mean, this is this is your child. Yeah. Um, so another course that we've taken is to warn the district that we will file against their surety bonds because every board member is bonded with an insurance company. Um, Bondsforthewin.com is a great website to go to for information on that. We've actually uploaded our information to that. Um, but what you need to do is file a right to know with the district to get their oaths of office, to also get their bonding information. Um, a lot of times the district will put you off um, and say they need an extension. Um, right. So there's very specific step-by-step -step information on bondsforthewin.com. Or, you know, feel free, like you could contact any one of us. You know, mm -hmm. we work with a lot of parents. We're trying to form our own parent group across PA. Um, but then once you have the bonding information, then you can um, actually serve each board member with an intent to file against their bonds and you serve them with those documents. And I mean, that's something that's sweeping across the United States. It's happened in other states. Mm -hmm. um, we've recently done that. So their our school district's deadline um, is September 6th. So if they choose not to rectify, so a lot of the issues were the masking of our kids, the illegal vaccine clinics on district property, um, the DEI, the you know the critical race yeah. theory, the SEL, we gave them three months. A lot of times, like parents were giving their districts between 48 and 72 hours. So when we served, you know, we yeah. we gave them ample time. It's not right. a quick and easy thing to to change up programs, but right now it doesn't look like they're taking us very seriously. Um, right. So I guess we're going to have to start calling the insurance company the bonding company and file our complaints. Yeah. And this is just one avenue you can take. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, and you just got to basically just stay up with it. You know, mm -hmm. it's just something that you're going to have to spend some time on. And, and the thing, the idea is, especially with the bonds and stuff, you make them work, you know, cause then they, they might not want to do it. They might just, you know, get scared and, and start changing things. And that, I think that's the, the premise of some of this stuff, right. Is to just like, make them aware that parents are going to fight them. And if they don't stop, we aren't going to stop either. Exactly. And, and that's we what, just gotta, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You just, you need to scare the, you need to, yeah. to let them know how serious you are. You kind of need to scare them. You need to let them know you're not stopping. Right. And we've actually, uh, you know, like I said, we talked to state representative Todd Stevens yesterday and he, uh, he actually mentioned about the, um, civil rights case because we've actually had a situation where you said that the culture festival or something they cut out the christians but they had everything else even mm -hmm. pride flags hanging up and right. so they are discriminating against certain groups of, certain groups of people in the name of inclusivity somehow right and that's the biggest problem is is they're they're putting everybody in this one box when half or even more than more than 
half of the district doesn't agree with it. It's just that right now people are so scared to speak up because there's so much backlash from speaking mm-hmm. up. And you've experienced that, too. And I would like to you to say right here, right now about the man who messaged you. Or okay, woman, so, whatever. yes. So the Hatboro representative, Nancy Genst, mm-hmm. um, her her mission was to put the Pride Progress flag within our district as our all-encompassing motto, which our district adopted. And so when I called her name out, because she is running again right now, her son, who who is on the Hatboro Council, decided to somehow stalk me and look me up on the internet, and I'm not on any social media, mm-hmm. um, emailed me to my work email and asked me to explain my comments in the Hatboro Council's support of the LGBTQ community. And my comments were not directed at that. My comments were directed at the display of the right. flag due to this representative. Right. Had nothing to do with Hatboro right. Council. Hatboro Council solicitor supported our school board solicitor's campaign when she ran for state rep the last mm-hmm. time. And there's a lot of um, you know shady things going on. Um, she's compromised and that's what I called her out on. So I believe that some of the board members or a few in particular probably called out Nancy's son to, to, you know, try to intimidate me or, Mm -hmm. you know, catch me in saying something, you know, via email. Um, you know, I've heard before that, that he has, um, you know, waited for people at the doors after board meetings or, you know, come at them in their place of uh, where they volunteer. So due to the fact that that he runs his campaign on being, you know, a proud transgender man, I, I have no issue with that. I don't care what you do in your own time. Right. Don't don't put it on my kids. Right. Yes. And that's the whole thing. It's not this isn't an anti-gay, anti-trans. I don't care what you call yourself. You call yourself an animal. You identify as whatever you want as. But when you say that this represents the entire district and I'm in that district and you're in that district and a bunch of other people like us are in the district, you're not representing the whole district. There's no reason to push one certain opinion and belief because you don't have Christians or Catholics or anybody else pushing their beliefs in the public school. Right. They might have their own separate little groups, but they don't have it integrated in every class or stuff hanging up in the hallways mm-hmm. which that's what they're doing with this group of people and it actually in that attack well not an attack right but the, the attempted intimidation mm-hmm. it just shows going to show you how political this really is a hundred percent it's a hundred percent hand in hand with yeah it's they're working hand in hand with the politicians only yeah. left wing though absolutely and i mean the american flag should be the only flag that yeah. we need it represents represents everybody. everybody. Yep, everybody always has. So and this it idea that it doesn't will. is just <laughs> right, exactly. And 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 this idea that it that it we need separate flags to represent certain people is just it's just separating people. That's all it it's is. doing. It's, it is. It's separating the kids. The kids never really bothered with skin color and yeah. religion and race, and now literally it's just the only thing that everybody thinks about and talks about. And I mean, it's just it's so divisive. I mean, and like you said, with the equity hiring, like that's that's proven in our district for sure. And that's the reason why, like, say, the high school has gone downhill. I mean, even there was even violence with Mm -hmm. groups that were calling themselves BLM. And that was okay. 
And that was that was never stopped. So initially it went out on social right. media and they decided that they were going to, you know, do do their own march to block up mm-hmm. the street. But the school never stopped it. And then right. it just continued to spiral out right. of control. And that's because the principal believes in that stuff. So all the kids have to believe in it now. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being neutral as they should. Right. And I mean, you know what? And the parents also need to take take some take a oh, lot yeah. of responsibility for this too. Like the fact that we're like just allowing this craziness and that we're there mm-hmm. we're buying into this this pre-planned color revolution. Right. That's um, what it is. To happen is is just insane. I mean, every it's just upside down at this point. Right. Yeah. And and the fact that we we're being the um the racists, the bigots, whatever. We really just want everybody to be together and just cut the crap. Yeah. If you teach the golden rule, treat others as you want to be treated. I mean, legit, that's right. all you need. And Martin Luther King, if we want to talk yeah. about you know civil rights and all that, judge by character, not by color. Right. Right. I mean. And he wanted equality. He wanted he he focused on equality, not equity, because equity dumbs dumbs everybody down to the same level. Right. And that's why the test scores are dropping in our district. And they're still more concerned about social and emotional learning. Mm -hmm. And it's happening all over the place. This isn't a coincidence. This isn't just random districts. Like, I hate to say that's what Todd Stevens tried to tell us, that it could be. Oh, it could be. It's it's all over. It's widespread. So it's it's definitely a political agenda. Um, What I can say is like, you know, we've we've come up with and we've, you know, like our little group in itself. You've done a lot of detective work as far as like Mm -hmm. what the admin believes in and what they're posting and what they're doing. And, you know, if you can get a group of parents together and everybody works on like little parts and you come together Mm -hmm. and share everything, that's super helpful. We have a lot of resources, but um you know, I think if you want to educate yourself on what these things are, I have the five minute videos from PragerU um, that, you know, quick little five minute, it explains everything you need to know. Um, so, you know, if, if you want to like link up that that yeah. um, sheet, we can link that to this video. And, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. It's a quick a click. Idea. There's also two articles on there that that should help with really kind of, you know, they're well-written articles from actually, you know, um, women of color and, and they mm-hmm. did a great job and, mm-hmm. and they're not for it, you know? So just the same thing as, you know, a lot of, um, friends of mine that are gay, mm-hmm. they're not, they're not down with this movement. Same they're here. like, these I, people are setting us back, you know, they're, right. you know, they're influencing children in such a negative way. Yeah. I have, I have a gay friend who's, um, actually a teacher. Uh, I, I'll see if I can get him on here. I'm not sure if he's so outspoken as we are, mm-hmm. but but he's he's talked to me. He messaged me all the time about this when I post stuff like this. He he doesn't agree with it whatsoever. Yeah. And he's 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 a gay man and he's a teacher. He doesn't believe that this should be in public schools. Yeah. A lot most, you know, people don't agree with this. It's just some people are silenced or scared to speak up, or the others just feel like either they don't know, or they think that. Uh, this this is okay because everybody's making it seem okay. Right. But then again, even those people, I guarantee if they look down to the fine print when it comes down to the, the content in the library and stuff, that they'll be like pretty shocked that this is it's actually it's not just inclusivity. It, it it's gone way further than that. Oh, absolutely. It's you know it's almost shocking, and I, you know I don't know if the viewers uh, whoever views this 
has actually seen some of the parents read some of these books out loud, but the school boards don't even allow the parents to read right. it out loud in front of adults because it's that bad, yeah. but yet it can be in front of our children. Yes. So that's the most shocking part about right. it. You know, yeah. You, it, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and if if you don't pay attention to your emails or maybe your school doesn't do it at all, like our our school's district is trying to sneak as much as possible. Mm -hmm. But when I mentioned something to the librarian in the middle school, um, she sent me uh, she said that, you know, there'll be an opt out form. Right. But if you don't pay attention to your email mm -hmm. or, or you're not on top of this stuff, I didn't know there was an opt out form. There was one yeah, last year, too. They don't tell you. I didn't know. I never remember seeing anything about an opt-out form. And and if I seen an email with something like that, I, I would have never thought that it was for something like this. There's an, mm -hmm. If there's an opt-out form for certain books, maybe those books shouldn't be in there in the first place. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's it, it's pretty scary how, how they're trying to sneak it in, which which goes to show you the 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 intent, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, why would you have to sneak it in? Why won't you make parents aware of everything? Why are you hiding curriculum? Absolutely. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just like the surveys, those surveys that they're giving yes, our kids, right. the, the questions that they're, they're slipping in and, you know, they're, they're funded, they get federal funding for every survey that yep. they give. And, you know, you might think it's really innocuous, like, oh, do you feel safe at school? Do you, whatever. But then they slip questions in that are asking personal questions about your family. Right. Um, you know, does your family own guns? What political yeah. party do, do your parents belong to? They And regardless if you think it's um, anonymous, it's not. Right. And so it you is. opt out of those things as well. Right. So, you know, and they, and they don't really let you know that you need to opt out or if there's a deadline. Um, so really, like, I think every single school, new school year, you need to fill out those opt out forms. Every year, which is a little mm -hmm. ridiculous, obviously, it right? Is. I mean, you should be able to send your kid to school and not have to worry about opting out of things. Exactly. But and and then even with that, the survey, I forgot about that. So our district was giving out surveys to the children and the parents. You could opt out of it, but we could not look at the survey or right. know what it was about mm -hmm. beforehand. So I to this day, I don't know all the questions that were on that survey because I made my kids not do it. So I have no idea what was on that thing. I know mine didn't take it. I opted both of them out. And one was right. our one was already a senior and the other is, was in seventh grade. Um, but yeah, we don't I opted know. them out. And we don't know what's in it. Um, you know, I did some online research of, of surveys that they're doing in Pennsylvania, but different districts do do different surveys. But, you know, they all have about the same undertone depending. So, again, one of the one of the things that our group is going to work on is downloading lists of all of the surveys um, that we can find and just kind of like a one stop shop where you can go and and hopefully see what's in the surveys. Yeah. Uh, so everything you send me, I'll either add links to this video as much as I can. And yeah. I think that. Uh, I'll, I'll make a locals account with this too. So like you can, if you know anything about locals, mm -mm. so it's, it's attached with rumble basically. It's like a, okay. it's kind of like a private community thing. Mm -hmm. So you can go to that page and you can have regular posts on there that people in your community can see and they can hit a bunch of, it's, it's like a, a social, okay. a private yeah. kind of social media, mm -hmm. but you can go, you can get to it right from the rumble account because they're connected rumble mm -hmm. and uh and locals have a deal together so i think i'm gonna do that and i could also make other social media accounts so we'll be all over social media right but 
obviously when it comes down to these conversations um especially stuff like instagram and all we we get banned i've been banned yeah i i'm not yet and i i don't subscribe to any social media right right so i mean i guess we could uh put this on telegram too just whatever we can right so you know you got rumble it'll be all over every podcast platform just to listen but uh i'll add as many links as possible and we'll help out as many people as possible but especially when it comes down to local we want to hear from as many people as possible we can absolutely i mean we're trying to just get parents from like you said all across pennsylvania right um, even within the districts to band together and support each other because um, Pennsylvania and one other state have school boards that literally um, rule everything from your taxes to um, the fact uh, that no charter schools can come into your area. Um, So here in Pennsylvania, especially just in our area alone, we have no charter schools. And so if you're not happy with your district, you have to send your child to a charter school in Philadelphia, which most of us don't want to do. Right. So your your district can just squash any charter school that wants to come in. And basically, you know, if if you're not happy with with your your district and your tax money is paying for them, you know, that money should follow your child. Mm-hmm. And but they're squashing any opportunity for you to have your child go somewhere else. And, you know, and if you don't have the financial resources to send your child to a private school, then you're out of luck and you're stuck. So, you know, it's really school boards are a very powerful entity in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, you know, we really need to kind of stay on top of them. And unfortunately, like right now, we don't have the time to wait another year for them, you know, for an election. Right. Because that's just yeah. a whole other year of indoctrination. Yes, it is. And in our our district alone was was you know the last to, to drop the mask. Mm-hmm. So yeah, God forbid they kids back to school even. Right. Right. So God. Year. Yeah. You know. So God forbid another strong variant comes. Our we have a district that will go along with whatever they say at this point. Mm-hmm. I would hope that they wouldn't go back to the masking. But if they can get enough people to be scared again, we'll go right back to the same stuff again. You know, and that's that's the thing, like even when it was ruled unconstitutional by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, they were still in violation because they were still requiring masks, which, again, they can't do that. So in regards to that, everybody should have just gone in without masks. Right. You know, and it's unfortunate what's happening, but people are not willing to just stand up and say, no, you have every right to do that. No. I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not doing this. They have to have some kind of a huge personal gain from all this stuff because the the amount of parents that are leaving the public school system, I mean, the amount of kids that are leaving the public school system and they don't, they're not even batting an eye at it. Because they're, they're ESSER, and this is for all parents too, you have to look into their ESSER 1 and 2 funding because if they have their health and safety plan, the longer they mask, the longer they make students quarantine, the longer they're, you know, they're doing all their their fake PCR testing, um, right. they get they get that funding with that health and safety plan. That's from the federal government, and you, you that's where you need to check your ESSER funding because that's all going. That's all because of that health and safety plan. Yep. 
Okay. And, uh, you know, we have some other, you know, other people who are very well spoken on the ESSER funding. Um, we also have some, you know, we have a police officer that can tell, you know, more about um, the sexualization of children and what's in yep. these books. And so, I mean, there's some good stuff coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have people lined up. We have we have somebody who's very good with the coding and, and uh, school codes and stuff using the sunshine mm-hmm. law, whatever you said, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, like I said, we have a police officer. We have just parents with their personal experiences in very radical districts. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of information coming. And hopefully we can get more people on board who are actively fighting in courts. Yeah. You know, so we can hear those stories and see what we can do, because this is I mean, it's got to stop. I can't I can't let my kids go through another year of this. I know I I'm, I'm right there with you. It's it's just it's exhausting. But, you know, I you know, one of the things is, you know, you, you and I have been working really, really hard at every school board meeting, just going and mm-hmm. like saying it how it is and, and getting everything recorded so that if, if parents can attend the meeting, at least they can see. Um, but, you know, I, all I can say is just don't lose, don't lose your drive to fight them. Right. Because that's the only right. way we're going to save our kids. Right. And, and you also can't be scared of, of backlash. I mean, even if you just, you know, put a button to seat at a meeting, uh, you can quietly sign petitions, whatever the case is, just just to just to still have a hand in it. If you're not uh, one of those upfront people. But in all reality, like I get asked all the time if people like uh, attack me or come up to me and more so when you're more out there and not afraid to speak these things they don't really mess with you because they rather go after the people who will continue to be silent Mm -hmm. and the people that look like they're intimidated by, but if you're not intimidated by them, they're intimidated Mm -hmm. by you. Exactly. And I, I find that like, even after school board meetings and stuff, uh, the, the folks that, that attend, um, they actually are thanking, they're thanking me for speaking up because, you know, they just feel like they're not strong enough or they, they, you know, they just don't like public speaking. I don't love public speaking either. either. This is not like my it. thing. Um, but I just, I couldn't take it anymore. So yeah. like I just had to, um, right. but you know, I think you'll find that more people will be appreciative versus fighting you or versus like trying to say bad things about you. Yeah. I, I the teachers that I've talked to loved talking to me about these things and they mm-hmm. agree with me. And it was even so far as the one teacher uh, I started the conversation through the school email and he told me he gave me his number. He said, mm-hmm. we, I don't want to have this conversation with the school email. I'm afraid right. they're going to look, which that should that should set set a red flag there. It's like, wh- why is he scared to even email about this on, on his personal school email? Mm-hmm. Because he's that concerned that they're going to go into his email, find out he's talking like this and either fire him or suspend him or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. which is insane. Whether he he believes it or not, it doesn't it shouldn't matter, right? Right, because you should right. This is America, right? So you should right. you have the right to believe what you believe in. Yeah. That's sure. you know, and that's that's the other thing which kind of leads me into like if you look at um the PSEA, the the public teachers union, the public school teachers mm-hmm. union, and you look at um the school board association, which is their union, mm-hmm. those two those two groups work hand in hand for each other. Mm. They're not working for your children. The, right. The the teachers union is one of is like literally I think the strongest union in the country and they are the most they fund the most political groups out there. Mm. And I mean you should look into what who and what they're supporting because 
chances are they're not supporting what you believe in. Right. And it, it's not about the, you know, them working to get really good curriculum into schools. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not about any of that. I am not a member of that. My money will not go to support these groups. Right. Um, and there are a lot of teachers that do feel that way, but they're, they are afraid. They're afraid yeah. to, to speak up and be the one that's like kind of out it, I guess. Um, it's a shame. Uh, yeah. But the the school board association same deal um if if you can go online it's on youtube you can literally watch conf you know their conferences i think they have yearly conferences but most of them are so excited about implementing dei and sel so you know they're they're not they're not ashamed or scared to put that out there no, they're not. It's right in a newsletter in our district. So, I mean, you just got to pay attention to these little things. You know, the newsletter is something I probably would have threw out without even looking at it years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Just extra mail. I might have glanced at it for a second. But now yeah. when you read it, they're literally telling you just not in CRT or exactly. LGBT language. They're saying it as social and emotional, more inclusivity, which mm-hmm. God knows what that means at this point. Right. So they they will tell you these things. You just got to you're going to have to take the time to look into it or have somebody who will or a group that'll help you, you know, or us. I'll send links. Whatever you send me, we have a list of books. We have, you know, the the bonds. We we have a lot of information. We have sunshine laws. We have we have a lot of information in like kind of a one stop shop so that you're not trying to search the net for everything that you need. Um, we've also attended courses, you and I, and mm. some other friends in our group um, yep. for Parents Defending Education, um, which is another really great resource that ha- also has some legal help. Mm. Um, but yeah, we, we, we've been compiling a lot of information over the past year. Yes. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to say or is that about it? That's it. I think that's it. I just want okay. you know, everybody to have, you know, keep fighting for your kids. Absolutely. Yep. Keep on fighting. Yep. All right. Well, this will end this episode and then um, there'll be more content coming, right? Awesome. Yep. Thanks so All much. Right. Thank you. Take care.